Welcome to Art Talk Live. I'm your host, Julia Noyes, from the Noyes Art Gallery. I'm interviewing artists for your listening pleasure. Haven't you ever wondered why artists do what they do or what inspires them? So here we are, live, to give you the inside scoop. Welcome to Art Talk Live. This is Lynette Fast, and you might hear that little bit of road noise behind the scenes here. I am pulling Mike Brown right on the interstate, heading to Denver, and I don't know if it's about art or not, but we're going to find out in this interview what he's doing on the road and what he does as an artist. Um, I'm excited to meet him and know more about him. Mike is a painter and uh, does a lot of figurative painting. Going to let him describe his work to you. And I would like to welcome Mike Brown to the program. Thanks, Lynette. I appreciate you taking time with us today. No problem. Glad to do it. I like to start my interviews by asking you to share a time when you first remember thinking of yourself as an artist. I started watching TV as a kid, and I remember back in the 1950s, uh, there was a show called the Loretta Young Show, and this beautiful woman came down the stairs, these marble stairs, in kind of a um, negligee type thing, I suppose you'd say, I don't know. And from that point, I have been mesmerized by a beautiful woman. And that, I never took any art in high school. I finally, uh, my dad wanted a football player. Uh, so in, in college, I went to college when I was 28 years old and started taking a few art classes. And that's when it began. And I, I didn't really consider myself a, a true artist at that age. I got married and I had six children. And finally, when the six children were kind of gone from home, I started up painting again. And I suppose that would be when I would consider the actual, I'd consider myself an artist. I, I supported myself with electricity my entire life. I've been doing that for 45 years as a construction electrician. Now I, I do both. I, 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 I try to do more art than I do electrical work, but it doesn't always get, get that lucky. <laughs> mm-hmm. Where did you grow up or live now? I started in uh, Stratton, Nebraska, which is about um, 20 miles from the southwest uh, borderline of Nebraska. And we moved to Denver when I was six. And... I graduated from high school in uh, in Denver, and once I graduated, I just started traveling. I had my electrical uh, experience I'd started, and I could go from town to town and do electrical work, and that's what I did. And finally, I, when I got uh, married at 32, uh, I stopped in North Platte, Nebraska, and uh, presently, I'm back in Stratton, Nebraska. My mother was... Uh, getting older and I decided that she needed some assistance and so I came back to the farm and I've been there for about 10 years. Mm-hmm. And so would you call yourself uh, like semi-retired right now? You said you're trying not to do so much electrical work and do more painting. Well, I got my first social security check last month. Oh, there you go. And, uh, <laughs> uh, but People, there's not many of us tradespeople around anymore, not as many. Uh, seems like people don't like to work with their hands as much. And so I get a lot of people wanting help, and, and I enjoy helping them out. 
sometimes you have to kind of uh, use the weather as an excuse. Say it's too hot, it's too cold, and, and paint instead. <laughs> you bet. There is a real deficit in the trades market right now. Yupper. In not just electrical, but all the way around. Yeah. A great future. And I do interview so many artists that are connected to the trades. Um, to me, there's a connection going on there. Like you said, working with your hands, that interaction uh, is the physical element is key. Well, let's get right into more information about what it is that you do. I have told our audience that you are a painter, and you did say that you have a special interest and are inspired by beautiful women. Yep, that's that's what I do. Um, I paint mainly oh the the face is is generally what I paint, and I I I've, I search until I find a face that I really think has some. Uh, interesting features and, and characteristics, and then I change the colors to whatever I think uh, the mood the, per- the person is in. Whether you know, be sad or happy or uh, you know, whatever it is, and dark colors or light colors to uh, change that mood. And I do like contrast, light and dark. Um, I paint in acrylic, always. My, the sizes of my paint are generally 24 by 30 or 32 by 40. Um, and I probably paint 50 of them a year. 50? Yep. Wow. That's like four per month. <laughs> That's one per week. <laughs> That's a <laughs> lot of paintings. And so I, I, I need to sell them as many as I can because I run out of storage space. You bet. (laughs) You bet. Yeah. Well, you said that you like to paint beautiful women and you you choose people based on their face, their features, their characteristics. What do you call beautiful? Oh, that's tricky. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) I mean, in, in general, it seems like women with darker hair are higher in contrast. They have, they have eyebrows and eyelashes that show up real easy. Um, every now and then I find a light, uh, light-colored light hair that um, I can make something from. But in, in general, yeah, I suppose, I suppose the uh, darker skin, darker hair. Uh, I've gotten uh, started something new in the last oh, year or so. I've started doing uh, ladies with tattoos just for the extra... Um, pizzazz, I suppose. Mm-hmm. You know, and so I like jewelry. I like hats. I like, uh, I, I, I'll paint them with, uh, maybe they're smoking. Um, uh, just anything to put more interest in. You know, not, not just a straightforward uh, face, but maybe looking over their shoulder. Uh, but always looking at you. I don't paint one that's not looking at you. Mm-hmm. Even if it's at an angle or slightly turned or tilted. Well, you know, if they're looking, I don't care if they're looking out the corner of their eyes, just that the 
you by when you see it, you know that they're looking at you. Right, right. As I look at photos of your work on the Noise Art Gallery website, I want to help people to realize they could go to noiseartgallery.com and under the Associate Artist tab, you can view Mike Brown's work, and he has a really nice selection of uh, some of his paintings there you know there's only about 16 or 15 or so but uh, <laughs> so you can tell that's just a little smattering of them but you can tell what he's talking about with this very front on and uh, these beautiful women know that you're looking at them uh, you feel like they are looking right back at you as the viewer and um, the, a very much enlarged kind of portrait where head and shoulders is pretty much all you include in the portrait. And, uh, but you do a, a really distinct job of cropping the figure off. Uh, you know, the, the top of the head might be uh, cropped out of the image or an arm, you know, might be kind of cropped out. You have this feeling like you are really intruding into or that that figure is very much right into your face. <laughs> yeah, I try to leave only what I consider interesting. I don't like a lot of dead space. Mm -hmm. I, I like something going on. Yep. Yeah, and that really heavy cropping uh, just brings you right into the piece. So you find a, a, a woman, a, an image of a woman that, you know, you're drawn to because of those characteristics what is your next process because you mentioned then that mood and color and contrast comes into that how do you get that image up to a big canvas and then decide some of those mood and color choices well I I generally get my images from the internet um, I've tried live uh, people sitting for me and it's really a hard thing to come by. Uh, you got jealous boyfriends, you got jealous husbands, you got women that are owie. It sounds good in the in the beginning, but then uh, maybe it's it's like I'm getting into their space. Uh, so it's very hard to find uh, models. But so I, I find the the picture I like on the internet, and I may go through hundreds of pictures, thousands sometimes, and uh, I crop them to the size I want. And then I begin uh, altering the, the colors, and I alter the colors maybe uh, 25, 30 times until I find the color that suits me. Mm -hmm. And then I, it's, it's, it's all a mathematical thing. I, um, for each size of canvas, I mathematically can measure the, the parts or the, the, the lines, the, the two get it so it's proportionately correct. Mm -hmm. yes. I, do a, I do a sketch and get the sketch I like, I don't like uh, uh, out of proportion. If, if I'm doing something beautiful, I want it to look like the person looks. Yeah. And then so the, the colors are what change things. Uh, you know it's the person, but the colors to address the mood. And so, you know, it, 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 it takes, it takes many hours to make it all happen, for sure. Right. So some of that brainstorming phase where you're playing with the mood and the color, that's happening on the computer screen. Yes. 
Oh, okay, okay. Is that a Photoshop application then that you're using? Uh, yes. And then once it's uh, produced into the uh, computer screen and you're excited about what you see happening with that mood and color and contrast, you trans uh, transfer that image then over to your canvas and you start to paint with acrylics. Yes. Yeah, do yeah I sketch. I, ske I just sketch the the image and then begin to paint, sure. Uh-huh. And, and as I take, leave in, take out, whatever it is, you know, uh, whatever that makes it... A, effective. Right. I was just going to say that as you're painting then, how much do you find that you alter and work with the image even more? Uh, probably. <laughs> I might alter, you know, 30% of what I see. Yeah. I suppose. Yeah. yeah. It, it has to get, evolve. Get the, get the proportions down and then jazz it up the way that makes it feel good. You bet. Right. It changes when it goes into paint from being color and light. Right. Well, that's a great description of your work, and I really hope that people will come on down to Noise Art Gallery at 119 South 9th Street. Um, anytime, Tuesday through Saturday, we're open from 10 until 5. And stop in and see Mike Brown's work. And, uh, Mike, I really appreciate you joining with me today. We should talk a little bit more about if there are other places we can see your work or if you have events or things like that coming up. Um. Presently, the only place I have any other work hanging is in Hagler, Nebraska. But uh, now that I've retired, I'll have a chance to go to retired. Haha, -ha. I have a chance to go to Denver and, and get my work spread out in Denver somewhat. Uh huh. So your intention is to move work that way. Yes. Okay. Bigger cities. Uh, it seems like lots of people like landscapes, you know, scenery, uh, still art. Uh, and to get to where uh, somebody likes portraits, it just takes more people. Mm -hmm. you know? Maybe I have to have uh, 500 or 1,000 people see a, uh, a picture before one's bought. They uh -huh. like it. They just, uh, they're just not maybe comfortable with it, especially the men. Most of my uh, patrons are women. Okay. It, 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 it relates them to something that they've felt before, mood they've been in. Uh, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, the men, I don't know if they get uh, goosey about bringing it home. Maybe the, the wife's going to get owie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, bringing in their beautiful a lot, woman, a lot right? Of, a, lot of single, a lot of single men purchase them, but not the married. <laughs> uh -huh. <laughs> oh, that's fun. So do you do commissions? You know, you mentioned you would prefer to work from just general images that you find. Uh, has anyone come to you with a photograph or... I approached you that way numerous times, but I've I experienced a few times and chose not to because maybe the, what the idea they had in their head is uh, different than what I do. Um, maybe they wanted a different color, or once they saw it, they wanted it different. And and I can't just uh, say well, take out red and put in green and it works. You know, you got to change mm -hmm. the entire uh, painting. So you bet. Uh, I I don't do commissions. Yeah, okay. Well, Mike, I want you to be safe there on the interstate. I appreciate you taking time out of your drive to visit with us on Art Talk Live. 
appreciate you calling me, Lynette. Thank you. Okay. Well, you have a great rest of your day. And listeners, thank you so much for joining us once again here on KZUM Art Talk Live. And remember to come on down to Noise Art Gallery, 119 South 9th Street, and enjoy our room f- rooms full of art. We have about 125 artists represented at all times and we do host those first and third Friday openings from 6 to 9 p.m. Please stop down and join us again on Art Talk Live. This is Julia Noyes from the Noise Art Gallery and this has been Art Talk Live. I want to especially thank Lila Cho for her original violin composition that she did special for us. Tune in again. We'll be looking for you.